patience. Things around here are a little tense. A big tense. A marquee, if you will. Our sponsors, Fractal Pharmaceuticals, have sent a man. Not just any man, but one with a spiral-bound notebook and a non-novelty pen. He keeps tutting and writing things down. He's tutting right now, standing in the corner, looking at me. Oh, he's written a note for me. It says, carry on as normal, pretend I'm not here, and don't read this out on air. Why do people never write that first? Okay, here it goes, patience. A normal day on London Hospital Radio. Don't think about how we're being assessed and threatened with having our funding cut. Got it? Then let's get on with the morning announcements. There is a reduced porter service this week while they break their new intern, Harry. I think maybe that's supposed to say break in. Or not. Anyone wishing to move about the hospital should change their minds and stay put. Or risk being lost forever in the intestinal architecture of this nightmarish hellhole. The multi-faith room is now open only to those of multi-faith. Single-faith individuals are encouraged to strap on an extra religion if they want to pray. Try mixing it up this week by side-worshipping Mesopotamian deities Dagon, Enki or Inanna. But be sure to sacrifice the right mammals and hose down the floor grate when you're done. Missing Persons News Mrs. Franks has agreed to keep it on the down-low during our inspection today, but promises she'll more than make up for it tomorrow, and warns people not to wear anything they don't want to get stained, and to let her know if you have a nut allergy by wearing a brown armband. See, that was a relatively normal set of announcements, wasn't it? Oh, he's not allowed to talk to me. Can you nod? He's shaking his head, which seems inconsistent to me. Why can you shake but not nod? He's not doing anything now. Blink once for yes, twice for no. He's just staring at me. I'll continue to watch. This might take a while. Listen to this track from local band Embankment Embryo with Bollocks I'm Late. Patience. He eventually blinked. Three times, rapidly. I'm not sure what that means. Maybe he wants me to follow him, like Lassie. I can't leave my station, I'm afraid, though, sir. But I'll get someone to accompany you. Staff announcement. This is a staff announcement. Could intern Porter Harry please come to the radio studio 
and escort the man from Fractal Pharmaceuticals to wherever he'd like to go. He only seems to communicate in blinks, so maybe bring a chart of letters like in The Diving Bell and the Butterfly. Thank you. You know, Mr. Inspector, I'm very dutiful about giving airtime to your products. We've had almost zero complaints about them too. There is a list of deaths in the mortuary, but no complaints, so that's something. Oh, is this the new one you'd like me to advertise? Okay, here goes. Do you want to push the background music button? No, that's the uncorking sound effect. It's that one there. Do your buttocks get cold when you sit on marble plinths at the museum? Do you get chilly cheeks when you're ice fishing for arctic survival? Well now there's a new way to warm up those wonder bumps with Toasty Tush by Fractal Pharmaceuticals. Using a simple surgical process of filament bum threading, you can activate an electrically heated experience that's right behind you. Sit on benches in the winter or wear those assless chaps with pride. You'll never numb with Toasty Tush. And now, there's Toasty Tush Plush, I mean plus, with extreme roasting mode. Booty mounds will reach grilling point in 20 seconds and can be used to warm brioche. Warning, material should not be placed on Toasty Tush and may result in ass flambe panties. Toasty Tush. Mmm. That's a warm pocket. Patience. Don't forget that the annual London Hospital Awards is nearly upon us, with categories such as Lifetime Achievement for Living, the Jackson Pollock Award for Most Artistic Enema, and Stethoscope Wearer of the Year. Of course, I have my eye on best radio host within the London Hospital. So get those voting slips in by next week. Nobody wants a disappointing result. Speaking of which, intern porter Harry just arrived. Harry, please take the man from Fractal Pharmaceuticals on a tour of the hospital. I imagine he wants to see all the highlights. The Sleeping Beauty Ward, Boffo's Coffee, the Bleeding Paintings, the Pill Pick and Mix Pop-Up. Oh, and it's free Mammogram Monday if you'd like to go. I'll see you later. It's time I got back to DJing and played another track. This one is from a local band, Fulham Flugelhorns, with Bobby Brass as balls of glass, but they make a pleasant clinking. And now, our regular History of London Hospital section. In the early Mesolithic era, London Hospital barely existed. There was no radiography or coffee shops. But we did have a swamp and a woman who enjoyed trepanning. 
One of the first entries in our archive is from this period with a man who visited the London hospital from Somerset, seeking a cure for a rare bone disease. It was recorded on animal skins and written in half-assed verse. You see, this bone disease took the form of cheese, a melty, mouldy man. His teeth were rotten, but tasted great with ham. Edamit, cried the doctor, she'd seen nothing like it before. His fibula was like a camembert, a knees turned to rock for. Is this a new occurrence? she asked. Yarg, 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 said he, with his skull of brie. Take this poultice, said she, of cranberry and rosemary, and rub it liberally on your wounds. Zoons, said the guy, I'll give it a try, and went on his curds and whey. And thus began the cheddar man, and lactose intolerance. And there it bizarrely ends, patience. You can see the Cheddar Man in the Natural History Museum today, on loan from the London Hospital Archive, because it kept getting eaten by mice in our basement. Well, mice and middle-class people with rye crackers and olives. Savages. Harry has posted some new tweets on our social media. He's not really supposed to be doing that since I fired him, but nobody else knows the passwords. Or is bored enough to use Twitter. Let's see how the tour is going. One of seven. Started at Boffo's. Got the farmer guy a triple tar espresso. Today's joke was, Doctor, doctor, what can you give me for wind? A kite. RT if you have wind. Two of seven. On corridor five to see the spiders. They've spelled something out in their webs. It says, Give me your fucking curds and whey. Didn't have any, but threw some croissant and ran. Three of seven. Farmer guy wanted to see a ward, so I brought him to children's ward. They've built a fort out of sticks in a pile, and it's burning. Actually, it's a pyre with a guy on top. I mean, some guy. Four of seven. Stopped by Dr. Bollyox in alternative therapies. He got into an argument with farmer guy about who has the best meds. Dr. B pelted farmer guy with healing crystals. He doesn't look healed. Five of seven. Farmer guy says he needs to clean up in the bathroom, so I directed him to the one in corridor seven while I Instagram pics from the comical injuries ward. Hashtag I just fell on it. Six of seven. Been fifteen minutes. Farmer guy hasn't returned, and they got the piccolo out. Going to look for him. Seven of seven. Might be in trouble now. The bathroom is flooded, and there's a spiral-bound notebook on the floor, but no sign of farmer guy. Something written on the mirror. Here's a photo. 
And then, patients, there's a picture that shows a steamed-up mirror with Get your pipes checked regularly written on it. Patience, I shouldn't be surprised that intern Harry has messed up again. And yet, is it really so bad if that report doesn't quite make it back to fractal pharmaceuticals? As long as none of them listen to this podcast, or follow our tweets, or remember who that guy was, we might just get away with it without any repercussions whatsoever. Let's hold our breath and listen to a track from local band Euston Heaston Sheaston with You'll Always Be My Baby Because of the Hormones in This Milk. Patience, there's been no word from Fractal Pharmaceuticals, and Jean, head of staff, seems content. She's bobbing up and down in her jar. So I think we're safe for now. I can't decide whether to reward or punish Harry, but I'll probably settle on ignoring him. Still a reminder to everyone not to use the bathroom on Corridor 7 until further notice. Please use the adjacent plant pot for number ones, and keep number twos in a baggie until you pass one of those red containers that I sometimes confuse for the postbox. Although they do sometimes work for that too. Only your relatives might receive their birthday card covered in fecal matter. And maybe that's what you're going for. Remember, it's the London Hospital Awards next week. I'm hosting and nominated, so get voting and stay well, or I'll be seeing you soon.